the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Wednesday, hump day, middle of the weekday, over the uh, hill day, it is Wednesday, and uh, I got to, you know what we got to get, Heidi, I got to get that commercial that they used to do with the, uh, with the camel, walking through, hey, it's hump day, you know, we got to get, got to get that and start the show off on Wednesdays with that, I love that commercial, I still, if they would bring that camel back, he'd be the most famous camel that, before, he'd be more famous than Joe Camel was. Everybody knows what Joe, who Joe Camel was with, all right? Yeah, you, Camel cigarettes, but, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to start off my Wednesday show with that. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Ken Yang is in the studio. Let me just put it this way. Ken didn't get a lot of sleep. Did you stay up all night to watch the game the other night? Is that what you did? No, I've just been uh, under the weather last week. And oh, so no. Just, just catching up. Okay, so. you burned the candle at uh, all the ends? About, about in the middle as well yeah about <laughs> so there's always i tell people there's always stuff to do i think uh i don't want to the one bad thing about western society is we're always go 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 so even if, when you're sick people don't care yeah well i care yeah. how do you tell you this i tell my guests i tell yeah. my people to come out I've told you, yep. do not come into the studio. That's right. If you're sick, do not come in the studio. I don't want your cooties. All right? I still call them cooties. Yeah. Well, business-wise, I'm more business-wise. People are like, oh, you're sick. And then the next day, it's like, have you finished that thing I asked you to do? And you're like, <laughs> I told you I was sick and in bed. What, what do you think is happening? Yeah. Can't you work from bed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what, I got, I got the man who is the owner of ICU protection in the studio today because I wanted to talk about how do you protect your home, how do you protect your business. And and uh, Billy is here today. Looking forward to having him on uh, with us. If you got questions for him, 823-0965. Billy Mack. You know, I remember his name. Billy, Billy, oh, Billy Mack. When are you coming back? You remember that song? Yes, sir. <laughs> I bet you you do, don't you? <laughs> it's just like anybody walks in here as a female. And anymore, it could be a guy, you know, identifying as a female. But uh, <laughs> if if you go by Sarah, I'm going to sing Sarah Smile to you. Love that Hall & Oates song, you know. But anyway, and I said, I bet you never heard that. And they'll look at me and go, stop it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way it is. All right. But, Billy, thanks for coming in. Now, are you usually up at this time? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I close? did get up close, close. close no, I got up about a, a 30 minutes earlier this morning. So you could brush your teeth? Oh, yes, sir. Comb all your hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you're watching on uh, you know, our Mebo today over there on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Ellswick Show, the guy in the middle, that's Billy Mack. Guy in the end, you know him, Ken Yang. Ken Yang is the uh, GOP chair of the Saline County uh, Republican Party. He is also the chair of the chairs of the chairs in Arkansas. Is that clear? Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right. He he goes over, he talks to all the chairs in the state. Make sure everybody's kind of on the same page. Is that basically what you do? Or you just to, listen I, to what they have to say? I listen to what they have to say because, you know, I think we're the party of local control. So I never, I never find inclined to dictate uh, what they should or should not do. Um, you know, I think they should get to do whatever they deem fit as chairman because they were duly elected by their county committee. So if their county committee doesn't like what they're doing, they'll remove them. So who who am I to tell them what to do? That's right. Yeah, they've got they've got a rules to take care of things. Yeah, All and right. so if they have questions, I'll, I'll ask them. But uh, uh, last night, uh, Dallas County reorganized their uh, GOP committee, so we have a, a county committee now in Dallas County. Good. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. I really, I really am. And there's going to be some changes that are going to happen before uh, the gubernatorial race uh, in November across the state for the Republicans, I believe, because, I mean, we know that Sarah is running. We all figure she's going to win. I mean, all polling numbers show her way ahead of any challenger, uh, Democrat or Republican. That's, right. That's why there are no more Republican challengers. So, uh, you know, she's going to be different, fingers crossed, eyes crossed, toes crossed, uh, than the Governor uh, Hutchinson and a little bit more conservative in her belief. So, you know, there's going to have to be some changes. Probably a lot more. Going to have to be some. What do you think about Trent Garner not running for re-election? Um, was that a surprise to you? You know, when I was told about it uh, a week or so ago, I was a little surprised but uh, you know, when it comes to the reasoning, he has a young family, uh, uh, taking care of a family with kids on a state senator salary. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah. So, you know, I really believe I've I, you know I've been around this for a long time. So when when people tell me, "Hey, I, I'm I'm losing money being a legislator," uh, it's true. Uh, unless unless you got some. Uh, you're a business owner or you got some other job that you do. Or you retire. Yeah, retire, yeah. something on a regular basis. And uh, Trent being young, Trent's only in his 30s, uh, late, I think late 30s. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah, young guy. And, you know, he has to go home. He has to provide for his family. He has to make more, make more money for now his I, kids. I promise everybody we'll get Trent on this week. I'll, I'll try to yeah. get him on tomorrow for a half his, hour. His, you know, his father-in-law announced, Matt, Matt Stone, uh, I think will be a great addition to the state senate so he's looking to run then to yeah. take his place mm-hmm. good okay all right so let's uh, i'm gonna get away from uh, politics a little bit let's talk about how do we keep your house safe how do we keep your business safe uh, both of those questions if you live here in little rock are serious questions now because violent crime is up it is up and it's up badly now i am hearing i'll, I'll just take it for what it is what it's worth okay I am hearing that the mayor is not going to run for re-election. Now, that is what I'm hearing. All right. Have you heard that? I haven't. Okay. I, I got it from a good source yesterday that he is going to withdraw 
and say he's not running for re-election. I don't know who's going to run, uh, but uh, I'm hearing that uh, uh, Steve Landers has scared a lot of Democrats away from running for that office because Steve Landers has great name recognition. He's respected in the Afro-American community, and uh, I think um, it's going to be an interesting uh, November is what it sounded like to me. So we'll have to find out how it it ends up. All right, so Billy Mack, you've been doing this since the late 90s. Is that right? Yes, sir, 1998. Okay, so if somebody's worried about the safety of being in their own house at night, they're afraid somebody's going to break in, or somebody's going to show up in the middle of the day, kick the door in, try to steal from their home or whatever. What are some things that they should take into consideration? Well, um, one of the most important things would be the lighting of your house, having uh, good lights uh, around the outside of your uh, house. Uh, the criminals don't like light. Um, we highly recommend, uh, you know, one of the things that we do, we do all the doors and all the windows um, and then, you know, the most popular thing right now is, is course cameras. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in just a second, because his cameras are different than the ones that you see on those criminal reports on, uh, on, on satellite TV or cable. Uh, they're clear. I mean, really clear. So we'll talk about that in a moment, but, uh, has that been the biggest boom as far as, uh, home and business security is, being able to have these cameras uh, yes sir it sure has okay do you do is it i know them as cigarette cameras They're, they look like a, a cigarette holder and that you, you mount in different places and has very good coverage of of the areas inside and outside the home or do you do the ones that kind of hang and there's cameras going different ways up in the up there which way are you looking yes at? sir we could do all of those uh we we use um um you know like a turret style is what they call it okay it's an open face camera and it what's different about ours is is those other cameras that you mentioned a lot of those are a four meg a four millimeter ours are a 2.8 millimeter so it almost gives you a 180 um coverage so a real, a real a, a wide yes, angle, sir, really wide. As far as that's concerned, makes sense. You, that's something you're going to want. Uh, you want to cover as much area as you can because I'll tell you what. Um, one good thing about uh, you know ICU using use the letters if you look for them. ICU uh, protection. So dot com. It's LLC.com. Yes, LLC. Sir. Okay, yes, I forgot sir. about LLC. Yes, sir. Uh, you can go there and look this up. But, uh, you know, the equipment is expensive. I'm, I'm not going to BS you about that. But with ICU, you don't have to buy the hardware. You guys put the hardware in for no charge. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. We'll do all your doors and all your windows. It comes with an interior motion detector and, uh, and the cameras. Everything would be at no charge. All you do is take care of the small but uh, vital family security fee that's good and then you got a you got to your fee and that means that if it picks up that somebody's broke in if a win, one of those window units uh, they break the connection not supposed to uh-huh. uh it will identify uh, it's going to tell the police i guess and then it's going to tell you uh that you got a problem yes sir and uh if you've got a phone that you can download an app it would send you that notification 
uh, and that's the, the, the value of this type of system that we put in today. It, it actually notifies you on your phone. It will send you the video, um, and uh, that's, you know, that's, that's what's really nice about it. Okay, and, and Billy will tell you this as well. I know about this because I did some stories about it. The police sometimes get irritated with them because they'll get false notifications, as you will. And uh, people don't like that. Right. And sometimes police will charge you money for making, uh, you know, coming out to your house. And I'm not saying it happens in Arkansas. I'm just saying that there's places that they do, they charge you for that if there's like more than three calls that are uh, ones that they shouldn't come out that some squirrel ran past or something and it picked it up. Your, your uh, uh, materials, your, uh, your uh, uh, hardware does not pick up. You know, it'll tell you if it's a an animal or if it's a human being or whatever. Correct? Uh, yes, sir. It's uh, it's analytics and uh, it's the latest technology. It'll let you know if it's a car, person, or animal, and it will send that notification. Of course, it uh, that comes right to your phone. So it it at that point outside, it wouldn't call the police, so you wouldn't uh, you know have to worry about uh, any kind of uh, charge or anything it notifies you outside now okay so the bottom line is you see it on your camera then you can call the cops you could if it's outside you bet okay. you bet and the, the good thing is is we use uh, the virtual trip wires and what that does is um, where most of these other companies they they use uh, motion activation and that's where you get the false reading because the wind's blowing in that deal but I, I we're more precise you can have three trip wires per camera and something has to cross that trip wire uh and then that that's what sends that uh you know that's what triggers the uh notification at that point being former military can i hook up a claymore to that <laughs> i'll get rid of i'll get rid of the criminals all right we'll be back in just a second i got to get a break in here on the dave Ellswick show don't forget about pi roofing they'll take a good good look at your roof i know up in the cabot area up there in lone oak uh the big storms that we had last weekend there was some nickel sized hail uh, involved with that if hail ever falls in your area you should have somebody look at your roof it will do damage to your roof you wouldn't believe i gotta have them over because it was in my area too i saw some of it falling uh, out on the driveway yes i did get up at 4 30 in the morning as a big storm went over because there was a huge boom i mean a big boom in uh, uh in cabot and then i was talking to simone yesterday and she said it happened in jacksonville and heather was talking that it happened down in the, the bryant area i mean I said, that's a big boom if you're hearing it in a, everywhere around you know so i know it woke my wife up and then my wife woke me up. The boom didn't wake me up. My <laughs> wife woke me up. So anyway, I went out and checked, and yeah, some some hail was falling. So I knew we had a supercell around the area, and uh, you know, cold air hits warm air, and they make noise when they bump into each other. So uh, nothing to worry about. But it was it was loud. So get PI roofing out to your house. Let them look at your roof. Make sure that it's okay. No one has walked my roof or uh, done any work on my roof except pi roofing i've been living in the same place for over 14 years you call uh, joel johnson his wife veronica they'll make sure somebody gets out to your house and does the job and does it right 707-3551 707-3551 or 
piroofing.com. So back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. In the next half hour, Ken and I will get into a discussion about uh, President Biden and the vice president being in Georgia yesterday and some of the ridiculous things that the president said. I mean, he's pretty good at saying ridiculous things. I mean, he's been saying a lot of ridiculous things. He really said some ridiculous things uh, yesterday. So uh, I'll be asking whether you're uh, George Wallace or Bull Connor uh, next half hour. All right. Or Martin Luther King or Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Yeah, he, he really drew some lines in the sand yesterday. And uh, the reason he's doing it is because he has nothing else to talk about. You know, he's like the magician that says, watch my right hand. Don't watch my left hand. That's where all the magic's happening. All right, back with you. Billy Mack is the owner of I, the letter I, C, U. Letters, I, C, U, Protection, L, L, C, so, dot com. You go there, you you can get all this information there. I just want him to come on and talk about what he's doing because, number one, I want to thank you for getting behind the Dave Ellswick Show and you help make it possible, and I appreciate that. And you do this right. What I got really sad, I had a meeting with Billy last week. His cameras, Ken, are like 1080, like the ones that, his picture on his camera is like what you get off of DirecTV. Mm-hmm. DirecTV is 1080, all right? So it won't be like that old fuzzy black and white stuff that you see on the uh those those shows at nighttime, how they're trying to catch criminals. I never figured out how do you know that's really the person. You can't identify the person, but you know they said, well, you know, you, you know, you look at it, you can tell us something. Now you could, you could figure it out. But anyway, you, you, 1080p, you could. There's no doubt about that. And you got ones that are even clearer than that. You yes. work for the government or something? Oh no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about your cameras because they're different from like everybody, kind of like they're better than everybody else. Well, um, you know, the cameras are um, what we offer is, is um, we put in even in the residential um, market, we we put in commercial grade uh, cameras. And so uh, those would come with the five year warranty. Um, And so we stand behind the product um, and, what really sets us apart with the cameras and everything is, is, you know, we, it's our service. So if you need something, once you've had them installed, um, you know, uh, you know, we're there for you. you yeah. Know, if you, they suddenly don't look like they're giving you a clear picture, you'll come out and correct that. Oh, exactly. Yes, sir. Replace it. You know, whatever we need to do at that point. Uh, but yes, sir, it's their service that, you know, we're, we pride ourselves on service after the, the sale. Okay. Now, folks should call you at 501-205-1333, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, you will probably talk to them somewhere along the line. Oh, I guarantee you. And if they want to, they can call my cell phone at 501-339-8017. That's 339-8017. That's a man who stands behind his company when the boss says, when the CEO, you're the CEO yes, and main bottle washer, uh, <laughs> when, when he says, call me directly. Yes, and I'll take good care of you. Give you, give the people that number again. Yes, sir. It's 501-339-8017. Okay, so keep that in mind. And I, I love having folks like this on that do a job, and they do it right, and they do it correctly. So how long does it take you to set up a house? I mean, you come out, 
meet with the the owner and walk through the house and see what uh, what needs to be done yes sir we'll come out at no charge um, it's about a 30 minute process of walking through and then uh you know then we'll uh if they want to go ahead and move forward and we'd fill out the paperwork and and take care of it then and if and then too if you uh feel uncomfortable about that right now uh you don't hesitate we can take care of this and do it over the phone as well so whatever you feel more comfortable with is uh you know if you want us to come out we'll be out there okay about a half hour to get it done how long uh, does it take before your folks because i know you got a lot of people working for you get out and and uh, you know take care of the houses i, I guess that depends on how many people are, are uh, asking for you guys to do the work uh yes sir we're a week or so out on on installations right now but if it's an emergency or if it's a you know something that's um you know uh, needed right now we can definitely you know move some stuff around get it in immediately and it it generally takes uh on a residence you know two to four hours for the installation so uh either a morning or an afternoon okay all right anything else on my my listeners need to know about icu you know, uh, I see you, uh, you know, our motto is, is where peace of mind is everything. Yeah, that's true. And now more so than ever, when people are talking about people breaking in their homes. I see you com on the internet, 501-205-1333 on the telephone. All right, real quickly, let me remind you that uh, 101.1 FM, the answer is going to be your radio station to tune into, you know, starting from about February 22nd until, uh, was it, May what? March 1st. March, uh, March 1st, no, May is going to be is uh, the first oh, uh, the voting, about, right? Oh, yeah, May. Well, May 24th is the election, election the, day. Okay. Yeah, right. for primary. And then so they, for the yeah. primary, you'll want to keep it here because yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Who else talks about the Republican Party as much as I do? All right. We know what's going on. We're going to have uh, several uh, events where you can go out and hear the candidates. They're going to ha- I can tell you now because we've got things worked out. They're going to be at Agape Church uh, here in Little Rock. And depending on which town hall we're doing, I mean, I don't believe the AG town hall will be as big as if we have a uh, a rally for Sarah, you know. So uh, we'll probably have you in a 300-member uh, place where you can sit and go hear the AG's talk. Uh, but uh, if Sarah comes out and, and, and speaks and we have a rally for her, because she's going to be the candidate, we know that already, uh, then uh, we're going to have it in their uh, sanctuary. I think that's it's pretty close to 3,000 people. Yeah. So yeah. we want to rev it up, get everything going, because uh, this is the year to move forward again uh, in, uh, you know, who we have in the Senate and in the House. It's going to be important. You need to know what they believe and why they believe it. That's that's a key, because just because they got an R by their name does not necessarily mean they will align with your conservative beliefs. I'm just telling you that right now. That's right. It's the way it is, the way it works. So uh, I know that uh, Ken is here right now, Ken Yang, and, you know, he, uh, he he's a cons- uh, political consultant. He works with a lot of candidates, and uh, he'll tell you they're revving it up now. Yep. They're, they're, they're getting ready to 
come out of the out of the gates. It's going to be like Oakland on opening day. Yeah, everyone's uh, <laughs> ready to go. It, it's 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 it feels like it's fast and slow at the same time. You know, in a, in a race, in a, a election, it's a marathon and a sprint all wrapped up into one. Uh, because you still have uh, state house seats with the new maps with no candidates, no Republican or Democrats, and you still got incumbents where you got challengers that we talked to that are still thinking about running. There are people still thinking about running. I think I think you'll have people announce all the way until uh, filing. Uh, I think that's just because how slow uh, the census was, how and how late the maps come out, and. Uh, I think people are just taking their time. Uh, typically, we would tell people taking your time is a bad idea. Uh, at this point, it's kind of like you, you, better, you better be out there by now. Let everybody know. I really think name so. recognition. Yeah, unless unless you got your own deep pockets or you're someone that's already well known in the community. If you're an unknown, you know it's it's time to uh, find yourself a consultant. So if you're self financing, you're probably okay. Yeah, uh, if you're yeah. not. You probably may be setting up for trouble. I think so, but you know you can uh, you can run a race, and uh, you know I say that, but you know Representative Tony Furman, who you've had on your show before, uh, filed uh, that Thursday of filing. Did not announce until the Thursday of filing yeah. two years ago. Almost the last day of filing. Yeah. Friday, and, uh, Friday was the last yeah, day, and won by eleven percentage points in his primary. Yeah. So. Uh, an American Dream Strategies did his campaign, by the way. Selfless uh, plug. plug yeah. okay. uh, but uh, uh, it's doable, um, but it's just not uh, recommended. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. And so, I mean, right now, there's a lot of things that are, you know, kind of like a pinball or bouncing around yeah. out there. I mean, uh, I got the notification that... Uh, uh, that State Senator Garner was not going to run for re-election. Yep. It caught yep. me off guard, to be honest. Yep. I thought he would run for re-election for sure, and and he's not. I'm hearing really strong rumors that uh, the mayor of, uh, of of Little Rock may not run for re-election. I don't think that there's been anybody who's gotten him to say that yet publicly, uh, but it's been talked about with some people behind closed doors, uh, of course, his com- his his competitor is going to be uh, uh, Steve Landers. Yeah, everybody knows Steve Landers' yeah. name, and uh, I think that people on the Democratic side know that maybe this is one they they they're not going to put a real good candidate up for to get beat. You know, I, I you know I'll need to do some poking around myself. I you know it's still so early in the in a mayoral race because you don't. You don't file until the summer, right? Uh, until about July, and so that race is not technically until November. I know Steve is Steve Landers is getting a you know really head start, which he needs. Um, so you just don't know. Um, it is telling that you know Mayor Scott has not has not officially announced for reelection. Yeah. I think that's pretty telling. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I I I don't. Maybe he wants to see what happens with the police chief. <laughs> you uh, think that could be a problem? My goodness, he should got rid of. We'd have him a long time yes, ago. Yes, he we, should have. We all know that. And uh, um, but I, I don't know what else he would do. Um, I I think his best bet is to run for. You're stronger as an incumbent 
but you know who who were they put up and i mean that's the I, question i think the only person that would run for mayor of the city of little rock that could actually do well in little rock would be senator joyce elliott and she says she's not running well she says she's what not, she says and what she does are two different well things. she says she's not running as long as frank scott's running for real oh okay all right okay. so you gotta wonder because she's done as senator yeah so you gotta wonder would she change her mind if uh that will be a very interesting race. Frank Scott decided not to that run That would be a very interesting race. Yeah. I'd, I'd like uh, that would just be a very interesting yeah. race to tell you. As you know, for a person who's been doing talk for as many years as I have, here's the key: that race would be fun to talk about. I mean, it'd be a big deal for the city of Little Rock to have yeah. a, a black uh, female mayor. running for mayor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And but what she what does she believe? What is she? What what has she done as a state senator that you can say? Well, if you believe this as a state senator, what are you going to do as as a as a mayor? You know that type of stuff. I mean, she's got she's got some background that can be followed. Let's put it that way. She's got votes that she's cast, and uh, that is that is either a good thing for you, or can be a bad thing for you. It'd just be nice if someone was concerned about the crime. Be concerned about the city? Yeah. Yeah. I, You know, I'm trying to get um, Jagley on, uh, DA. I yeah. want to get him on. I want to get uh, get him on to talk about these DAs and the big cities and the crazy stuff that they're doing. Yep. Because uh, Larry, ha- I'm sure that he doesn't align himself with the, that kind of yeah. ignorance. And then Larry's, you know, not running for re-election, so it'd be a good time for him to Oh, that's good. Kind of tell, t- tell all. He's been the, the DA since I've been here, and that's 21 years. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, yeah, he announced, I think, last year he wasn't running. He wasn't going to run yeah. for a re-election. Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. You know who I wish would be sure, uh, be uh, um, the uh, uh, chief of police again? Stewart. Bring him back. Mm. Bring Stewart back. I love him. He don't want to come back. He'll get this. Somebody would say, Ellswick was saying you should – become uh chief of police he goes he said what <laughs> i don't want to be chief of police yeah, again <laughs> at, at this at this point you're going to need someone that has a real passion yeah for the people of there's Little Rock, problems for the people of Little Rock, a real passion for safety uh to want to be crazy enough to be the chief of police it's of gonna Rock. be tough yeah. it's gonna be tough they've they've laid some uh They've done some things that have made it tough for people that couldn't come mean, in afterwards. You know, this might be, um, I don't think this would be unpopular on your show. It might be unpopular in other circles, but uh, you're going to need someone that's Giuliani-esque when it comes to the crime here in Little Rock. Did you see his son's work running for DA in New York? I thought he was running for governor for there for, or, well, for a is while. Is he running for governor? Yeah, I thought okay. he was governor. Well, I just got to tell you, yeah. I listened to him the other day. He's a pretty polished speaker Yeah, and done a good job as far as that goes. I'm trying to get set up here on the Dave Ellswick show. I, I don't know whatever I want to start this next topic now or wait to the break. Do we got a break that needs to go in? Okay, so I'm I'm talking to Heidi. Heidi doesn't like to talk unless I specifically address her. Just so you know. <laughs> she, she's over there. She's, I'm being a nice girl. Anyway, she's, she does a great job. But uh, uh, Heidi's going to get us into a break, and then we'll come back. And I want to know... If Ken is uh, George Wallace or whether he's, um, you know, uh, what was the sheriff's name there in 
in uh, Selma. Uh, Bo Collins or, you know, that, uh, you know, the things that the president said yesterday. You're either, you're either Martin Luther King or you're George Wallace. I couldn't believe he said that yesterday. That was unbelievable. We'll talk about it. More coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 101.1 FM, the answer. All right, so yesterday, Biden and uh, Harris uh, were both in Georgia, and nobody that he thought was going to join him really showed up. Stacey Abrams wasn't there, and I think Black Lives Matter didn't show up, and a lot of different people didn't show up. But I want to read something that he said. And, uh, you know, they talk about how Donald Trump is divisive. Hang on, man. Here you go. I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? Now, he's talking about the voting right bill. And he's talking about the uh, filibuster. And he wants that changed. You don't have the rules to change the filibuster, neither does Schumer. Do you want to be the side of the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be the site of Abraham Lincoln on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? This is the moment to decide. And then he also mentioned, uh, you know, the man with the whips, Collins, you know, during the 60s uh, civil rights marches. Uh, House Republicans were quick to respond, tweeting the 1987 article in which Biden recounted praise he had received from the segregationist Wallace while he was a young senator. Democrats have seized upon the voting rights issue amid a series of political setbacks that have caused Biden's poll numbers to plummet, including the highest inflation in 39 years and record-smashing rates of new COVID-19 infections nearly two years into the pandemic, which he said, you know, he was going to, you know, he was going to defeat. Says, uh, I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds, but I walked other grounds because I'm so damn old. I was there as well. The 79 year old president said, you think I'm kidding, man. Seems like yesterday. First time I got arrested. No news organization has been able to verify that the president was ever arrested during a uh, uh, a civil rights march. Never, ever. White House spokespeople did not immediately respond to the Post's request for information on Biden's purported arrest. His uh, 2007 autobiography, Promises to Keep, describes no such arrests. In 2020, Biden inf- infamously claimed he quote, had the great honor of being arrested in South Africa when he was trying to get to see Nelson Mandela on Robben Island, where Mandela was in prison until 1990. He said Mandela thanked him for it. Later, he admitted that it was untrue and that, quote, I wasn't arrested, I was stopped, I was not able to move where I wanted uh, to go. So you can't believe anything the guy says, nor you can't believe his speeches because he probably plagiarized them. You remember that? The first time he ran for president, yeah. he had to get out of the race because he plagiarized uh, his you know, speeches. At this point, you wonder if he just doesn't remember. 
You know, at, yeah. at one point, you you know, he was just a flat-out liar. At this point, I just wonder if he's just, uh, you know, I mean, he, he has dementia. I'm just going to say it. He has dementia. Instead of saying that I think he has dementia, he has dementia. This man has onset dementia um, and is clearly not well and uh, clearly not equipped to be uh, president of the United States. But to, to his speech, to his point, I mean, this is uh, the, the Demo- uh, Democrats and the mainstream media don't want to talk about. It. This is the man that gave the eulogy at Senator Robert Byrd's funeral. Klan, Klan, let me let me rephrase that. Democrat Klansman. Yeah, he's Senator the head of the Klans in West Virginia. Robert Byrd and gave the eulogy there. Yeah. Uh, this is the same uh, uh, president. And how great of a man he was. Yeah, great, same president who, as a junior senator in Delaware, uh, is, is in the paper, uh, said, praise the fact that George Wallace praised Joe Biden as one of the rising stars. Just mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And once again, uh-oh, Democrat George Wallace. That's right. It was a, <laughs> he wasn't a Republican. No. I'm sorry for all of you who think that Republicans were in the South holding back civil rights the Republicans have never been the party that held back right. civil rights. You go back to even the fifties when uh, Eisenhower was uh, and and Truman even were trying to bring up uh, you know some racial parity in the military, uh, and it was the Democrats that stood against it. In fact, civil rights legislation that Johnson put forth would never have passed if it wasn't for. The Republican Party. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's just odd that, you know, they keep pushing for this awful voting, voting rights package or whatever they want to call it. terrible about what they're trying to do. Uh, they're but, trying to rewrite the, the, the Constitution. But I thought everything went, everything went well for them uh, last election cycle. They More won. people voted. Yeah, they won. Yeah. So what's the problem? You know, you look at Georgia, where they're screaming that they're trying to suppress the vote. More people turned out to vote in Georgia in the last election than at any time in the state. They won. They won. And so you go, well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is they won. They know they're going to lose, and they want to try to make sure that Republicans never win again. Which is, uh, you know, but they're not going to admit that. That's what they're trying to do. They want to make sure Republicans never win again because they want to make sure that uh, uh, illegal immigrants get to vote. They want to make sure that people, uh, uh, that absentee ballots just can be submitted without any type of identification. And, um, you know, the list goes uh, list goes on and on. Uh, they they want to, you know, remember uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Bernie Sanders. It, now, Fe- it, felons, felons should get to vote. Is it's she, from jail? Is she is she vice president or president? I mean, the president can't remember if she's president or vice president. Yeah. He called her President Harris yesterday yeah. again. Amazing, absolutely. It's just amazing. You you've got they're going for the word ineptitude in the dictionary. They should have a picture of. Of Biden and his whole administration, they're inept. They haven't done anything right. Yeah, nothing. Zip, nada, zilch. What's another word for zero? 
Zero. <laughs> I haven't done anything. It's amazing. It really is. I'm, I've got to talk about this speech to both Westermen and to uh, to Hill, and we'll hear what they have to say about it, and the voting rights bill, and how they don't have the vote to take care of the filibuster, Ken. No. They want, and it's not just Mansion and Cinema. Uh, Kelly, uh, the other uh, Arizona con- uh, senator, doesn't seem to be wanting to cast a vote to get rid of the filibuster. And I and there's two or three other Democratic senators that said, nope, nope, not going to do it. You're going to do it. So I don't know. Schumer says if they don't do it by the end of next week, there won't be any reason to do it. Just yeah. so everybody knows. So, you know, all of this uh, hubris that you're hearing from the uh, the president, on on this is the campaign trail that you're hearing it from, basically, uh, is uh, just that. It's empty words because he knows he can't do anything, and he's the, the candidate that for years supported, uh, of course, the filibuster. Yep. I mean, both parties have complained about it at times because they want to get their – they would love to be able to get their uh, – um, administration's priorities through but that's what makes a republic democracy so strong is that there's rules that you have to follow yeah. to be able to push it's forward supposed, your it's agenda supposed to be hard it's yes it's supposed to be hard the when founders made it hard. when you're talking about changing the voter rights in america that are constitutionally written and you're going to try to pass some kind of legislation, it should be hard. Yep. It'll be really hard when they get in front of the Supreme Court, to be honest with you, because it'll be shot down. But I think they're hoping to get it passed so that they can make it law before the election in November so they can use all the absentee ballots and everything that they did back two years ago so that they can get some of their things taken care of before before. It's shot down in flames, by the way. Yeah. I don't think you could implement it in 10 months. Well, they'll try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, they'll try. All right. We've got Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman, Ken Yang, myself, all coming back after the news. And we got a whole hour to talk politics with you right here. This is a place we talk real politics in Little Rock on, uh, of course, The Answer. Dave Ellswick show. It is a Wednesday. It's uh, hump day, middle of the weekday, over the hill day. 
it's Wednesday. We're closer to Friday than we were on Monday. That's a good thing. And, of course, being a Wednesday and it's 7 o'clock and uh, we're going to be joined by Congressman French Hill now from District 2 here in Arkansas. Good to have him along. Uh, Congressman, before we get started, I have to ask uh, you a question uh, that the president asked yesterday uh, in Georgia. Are you George Wallace uh, Bull Connor or Jeff Jefferson Davis? Was that not good morning? Good morning, Ken. <laughs> was that not the most ridiculous statement on the planet? And on top of the hyperbole from last week, that the riot that was destructive, horrible, and inappropriate at the U.S. Capitol could be likened by Kamala Harris to Pearl Harbor. I mean. The rhetoric, I don't know who the speech writers for these people are, but it's, they're, they're nuts. They don't know anything about history. They have no perspective. They have no ability to unify, and I thought that's what Joe Biden campaigned on, well, was uh, bringing the country together. To, to take the John Lewis Voting Act and to, to say that if you don't support it, that you're George Wallace or Bull Connor. Bull Connor stood in the streets of Birmingham with a bull whip. Yeah, I mean, it's sick. I mean, it's really sick to call fellow Americans uh, those kind of names. Yes. When, uh, we should be debating policy. This John Lewis Voting Rights Act, once again, federalizes. <laughs> There's two bills the, that Joe Biden pushed yesterday. He's pushing the federalization of all elections. In other words, he's calling to preempt all state laws on elections even though the Constitution is just super clear. Absolutely. The elections for Congress and the president, the time, place, and manner of those elections to the states, and, of course, that's been litigated over the years. It's been verified over the years. Uh, and there have been uh, federal penalties for any anything that was deemed uh, unfair or unconstitutional in voting. And... I just think Biden lives uh, really in a, in a dream world. We had more people vote in 2020 than in history. We had the highest voter turnout, Democrats. Now, wait a second. How is that, Congressman? We're trying to suppress the vote. Yeah, and these state improvements, whether they're in Arkansas, where we tweaked uh, our voting uh, documentation and all. Look, we have 13 days of early voting. Uh, mm-hmm. That's more than, I think, the president's home state. Yeah, that's uh, more than Georgia Delaware. Gave, Georgia gave more time for early voting. Texas made improvements. None of these things, zero, are about voter suppression. Nope. And the American people overwhelmingly, 80%, <laughs> want voter ID. They want uh, accurate, fair voter uh, requirements that make sure that the people who vote are legal are legal to do so. They're over 18 and they're a citizen of the United States. And and that is, if not the most, but one of the most, you know, attacked things about voting here in uh, the United States by state, by state, by state, as they've instituted that. The lefties in the Democratic Party, and I don't know if there's any righties in the Democratic Party left anymore, the bottom line, they hate voter ID. Hey, New York, just in the last uh, election cycle, had these proposals on it. Same-day registration, 
uh, and uh, I think unlimited, no excuse, vote my bail, no voter ID. They had some combination of those on their ballot in New York. Guess what? It was rejected. Yes. <laughs> Even in New York, a blue state. And yet that's precisely what Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden are proposing in these bills nationwide. Same-day voter registration, no voter ID, and the federal government taking over the time, place, and manner of the elections. Americans should reject this, and I think they will reject it. And I think some Democratic senators will reject it. And uh, now he's trying to use the filibuster, removing the filibuster, to cram this through. And a trick he's playing uh, in the House this week. There's no legislative agenda in the House this week. Zero. Two bills, one of which is an amendment of a bill we've already passed to authorize NASA. So Nancy Pelosi added into it a fee that has to do with the election code so that it goes back to the Senate, and then they can use that bill to strip everything out about NASA and stick in uh, their uh, H.R. 1. Yeah. And because of Senate rules, they potentially could have the ability to pass it with 51 votes instead of 60. I mean, it's a complete gimmick to try to cram this down on the American people. Well, they know, like Schumer knows that they're not, that he doesn't have the votes for uh, getting rid of uh, the filibuster. If he did, they'd be voting on it this morning. Yeah. Well, Joe, uh, Joe Biden and uh, Chuck Schumer were two of the most articulate, finest defenders of the filibuster when they were in the minority. And uh, we have decades of their defense of the filibuster. And now to cram down a bad law, unconstitutional law, in my view, onto the American people, they're willing to give up that precious right of the minority rights in the Senate. You know, the founders did not want the Senate just to be a smaller house. They wanted the Senate to be a very different body. And hence, over the years, they developed this minority right of uh, blocking legislation through the filibuster. Yeah, and uh, they're trying to, you know, change the rules now. I I won't say Republicans haven't suggested it before. It has been suggested, but it's been beat back all the times that they've suggested it. And Republicans have stood against it. I've said I've stood I've been in meetings my first two years in Congress when uh, we had the um, Senate. Obama was president and um, members in our party in the House Republican conference were demanding that, you know, Mitch McConnell do away with the filibuster to cram a bill through in the Senate. And then we would send it to uh, to Barack Obama. So I get it. It's frustrating to have to persuade a majority of the country to be for your policy. But there's no reason that you demonize people and call them Jefferson Davis when they just disagree with you on your interpretation of the Constitution about preserving every American's legal right to vote. It's insane. I mean, it's the rhetoric is just in 2021, now moving into 2022, is just the most ridiculous I think I've ever witnessed. Well, I really take umbrance to being compared to George Wallace who said segregation today, segregation forever. And that Bull Connor, who, you know, turned the water cannons on the marchers uh, in Alabama and then got out the bullwhips uh, with the police and, and were literally bullwhipping 
black protesters. I mean, I'll never forget those images. Those images are seared on my brain. I'll be honest with you, uh, Congressman. Ken, you had something? No, I just, uh, we were talking about this earlier, Congressman, that, uh, that uh, you know, George Wallace is uh, once a, a Democrat, and this is coming from a president who, uh, as a senator, praised the fact that George Wallace praised him as the one of the young That's up-and-comers. Right. And then, and, and then praised one of the heads of the Ku Klux Klan from West Virginia called Byrd, Senator Byrd, uh, in his eulogy for him. Yeah, this is a guilt trip. Look, Democrats uh, imposed Jim Crow across the South uh, for basically 90 years. And they're on a guilt trip. I got it. Uh, But we're the party of Lincoln as Republicans, and we are for uh, every American having a right to vote. And um, it was under, you know, Republicans and Democrats in Arkansas that offered 13 days of early voting. We've made it more convenient. We've made it more convenient. We have uh, an easy voter ID law. We'll give you an ID if you don't have an ID. And we're asking right here in Washington, D.C., everybody has to show a vaccine card starting money to go get a hamburger. I mean, it's nuts. And yet uh, we don't every American wants to make sure we have an ID to get on an airplane to vote. Uh, I don't I don't to know. buy I liquor. This is buy liquor. Come on. It's yeah. just I, 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 I just every, showed two forms of ID to go get a P.O. box the other day. What was oh. your second form? Uh, they they needed uh, some like some uh, a water bill, yeah, water bill, uh, car insurance or homeowners yeah. insurance, something like but that. They want to make sure you're not the next Kaczynski, <laughs> now that, that you're not making uh, bombs. They're just looking, they're holding that picture up and looking at Ken and going, "You're not Jeff Davis, are you?" <laughs> All right, we got to get a break in. We'll talk some serious stuff. Well, we're talking serious stuff, but we'll talk. Uh, the border when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick show. Don't forget about uh, David Lucas Financial and what they're up to uh, at their business. If you're concerned about the uh, out of control government spending, and we're going to talk a little bit about that with congressmen because there's a lot of money out there that uh, OMB cannot account for and where it's going. Uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline of the U.S. dollar. And uh, you're figuring out that's why, you know, a lot of your other neighbors and friends are investing in silver and gold to help try to protect their nest eggs. Well, they can help you, David Lucas Financial. You can learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets at IRA, your 401k, your hard-earned savings. And all you got to do is call 501-222-3315. The folks over at David Lucas work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country so you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust to learn more about buying silver and gold call 501-222-3315 that's 501-222-3315 investment uh, advisory services are offered through david lucas financial and arkansas registered investment advisor all right, so uh, Congressman uh, French Hill is with us. He joins us every Wednesday. Congressman uh, Westerman will join us at 735. Congressman Hill, uh, you went through, I guess, a briefing yesterday about the what's going on the border. And, you know, I don't like the idea of all these illegals coming into the country. 
I really don't like to hear that fentanyl is is over a thousand percent uh, higher being moved into our country, and it's the number one cause of death for people eighteen to forty five. Yeah, Dave. Yesterday, um, our border security caucus that Brian Babin from Texas leads. Uh, Andy Biggs from Arizona, we met with uh, leaders, the mayor of Yuma, Arizona, and the CBP agents, uh, uh, local officials along the border at Yuma. And again, got a very disturbing report uh, that they're just overwhelmed. I mean, they just literally cannot cope with it. And they came up with a a new strategy they tried last week, which they just put everybody they had, state, local, federal, and just had them stand on the legal border so many feet apart over a long stretch where they had the most incursions just to tell people, you know, turn back. And, it, you know, it worked. But that's impossible for us to do with over a 1,000 miles of, of border. But, again, November was a bad month, 170,000 people were uh, encountered. That doesn't mean, you know, that the those aren't the ones we didn't catch. So it's the ninth straight month with over 160,000 encounters. And they arrested in the first two months last fall of this new fiscal year almost 1,700 people that have criminal convictions and have gang relationships. And you're right about drugs, up 90% in November over October and huge increases over since President Trump left, left office. Yeah, it's it's indefensible. It really is indefensible. So uh, President Biden goes down to to Georgia and calls half of the calls half of the country, George Wallace and and Bull Connor, to get their minds off of uh, the big issues that are facing us as a country. Yeah, we're we have uh, this diversion campaign about the filibuster and voting. When we have an inflation crisis, we have this border security crisis. We have Russia poised to invade Ukraine. Uh, you know, it, it's there's no sense of priority in Joe Biden. I've called him an incompetent manager. I've called him an illiterate. Someone has no economic literacy whatsoever. He's doing nothing to bring the country together. Uh, we he never makes any effort to meet with Republicans or hear Republican ideas. Zero. He has the closest he's come to that, as you know, was the infrastructure bill with the Senate over the summer. And even that, uh, you know, a lot of problems with it. So this border is his number one domestic security issue. We are catching uh, in the Yuma report yesterday, a hundred and seven countries they interdicted people from 17 from what they call countries of interest which means that they're don't understand why somebody from that country would be trying to sneak in the country they've right known, they've called a known terrorist and as i say uh known criminals and so this is concerning and that's just one station along an over-thousand-mile border. This is happening everywhere, from Brownsville, Texas, to San Diego, California. Well, and when you think about uh, trying to keep this country uh, safe, that's important to understand what's happening at the border, especially when you've got you know one of the supreme commanders in Iran saying because uh, President uh, Trump blew up one of their terrorist leaders that uh, – 
they're going to attack us from inside the United States and and uh, just do terrible things to the people of this country. And we had a, uh, a threat right here in Washington uh, just a few uh, in the fall, right before uh, the holidays, uh, an ISIS-K threat at Tyson's Corner, which is in Virginia, across the river from Washington, D.C., the place of the, one of the largest shopping districts in northern Virginia. And it was on it. We had an FBI alert here on that. So um, we've got real concerns about this open border, and yet there's not been one bill proposed by Steny Hoyer, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer to deal with border security. There's not been one bit of criticism from the Democratic leadership of the incompetence of the Biden administration on the border. Well, they're not. No bill, no bill on inflation, no bill on uh, any of these challenges. Uh, all we're doing is race baiting and insulting uh, half of the country. Yeah, I mean, why, why are they worried about ISIS-K? They got the bigger fish to fry, you know, white supremacists. Yeah, they're worried about school board meetings. Yeah, yep. absolutely. On. I mean, it just, uh, this is why there's such a disconnect uh, with this president. Uh, who's well, why, you know, while you're having to show vaccine cards, as you mentioned, in D.C., down at the border, you know, you got patrol agents being infected with covid and, you know, the immigrants, you know, uh, illegal immigrants are not tested or, or anything like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you got a president who doesn't know he's president. He keeps calling his vice president president. So, what, what, <laughs> you know, what, what do we, what is, what does he really know? That, that's the question. Last question for you today, uh, Congressman. A lot of people do not realize how important being a congressman is to the constituents uh, of his district in the state that he is elected from. You do a lot for uh, for people up in Washington, D.C., uh, especially veterans. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I really put a premium on customer service. I was in business for four decades, and customer service is key. So in the congressional office in Little Rock, uh, we put a premium on customer service. So we help people with the IRS there are SBA problems, there are Social Security problems, but as you say, I put a, a just a, a love the fact that I have three combat veterans on my team. And just last year alone, we returned $2.6 million in back pay and benefits to 636 Arkansas veterans. Fantastic. In congressional districts due to their effort. It's something that brings us a lot of joy. If you know a veteran that has a challenge, uh, please reach out to our office at hill.house.gov. All right. And that's not talked about enough, and I wanted to bring it up, and I'm, I'm, I make you honk your horn sometimes because you don't honk your horn on things like that. You just see that as just part of your job, and it's something that people need to know that uh, that, you, that you're doing. We appreciate time for today. Have I'll let you week. get to work. Talk to you later. All right. So, Congressman French Hill, coming up in the next half hour, Congressman Bruce Westerman, we're going to talk – First thing I want to know is who is he identified <laughs> with, George Wallace, Bull Connor, or Jefferson Davis? Uh, that's, what I, <laughs> that's what I want to know. You know, I laugh about that, but it's it's sad that we got a president of the United States that says that. Yeah. And, who, and, who campaigned on unity. And the media is, for the most part, not calling him out about it. Yeah. In fact, agreeing with him. Yeah. Of course. Because half of America... They think are, uh, you know, that we're a bunch of racist SOBs.
just the way they see it. All right, so uh, we'll be joined by uh, Congressman Westerman when we return. Got Bill O'Reilly to hear what he's got to bring to us uh, today, and then uh, we're going to pay some bills. So we'll, we'll be back. Ken Yang and Dave Ellswick here on 1011 The Answer. All right, so uh, welcome back to the middle of the week show. We are close to Friday, then we were on Monday. Uh, we'll be hearing from Congressman Bruce Westerman in just a moment. I talked to him yesterday. He was looking forward to being on the show. Had some different things that he wanted to talk about. But I want to remind you about East End Towing as well. East End Towing is the towing company that no matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it and has all the answers for you as well. I mean, look, they belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured. All their trucks are permitted. It's important that you understand that they are there uh, to help you, and they know that when they help you, they know what they're doing, so they really are helping you. Uh, call East End Towing, and uh, I'd put this number in your uh, your cell phone, uh, 501-888-888. 8849 because you never know when you're going to need a tow i mean you don't know if you blow a tire out uh you know through the the work zone heading down to hot spring and you're definitely going to want some help you're not going to want to get out and change the tire uh because you probably won't live uh 501-888-8849 put that there uh in your phone so that you can get a hold of east in towing uh you know immediately Okay, so we're waiting for uh, Congressman Westerman uh, to call call in. I uh, did not get to ask uh, Congressman Hill about this, uh, but I will ask Congressman Westerman about it, and that is the uh, problem with big, big government programs is simple. Millions, and in, in, in some cases billions, in these cases where these programs are you know, almost $2 trillion mm-hmm. big, uh, can't be accounted for. Yep. The money just disappears, and OBM, who is supposed to be keeping an eye on that, can't do it. And uh, I saw, who was it, Mulhaney Havy on the other day, uh, who used to be, uh, you know, with President Trump, and that he was the head of that uh, division, and he said, it is an, it's hard to do. And when it comes to, you know, when you're talking about fraud, waste, and, uh, you know, money that's being spent in ways that shouldn't be spent, it happens all the time, especially with these big programs. And since we got Congressman Westerman on uh, about this, Congressman, are you really getting concerned about that OBM can't, cannot tell us where all this money, and this is just about COVID, they can't explain where it's going to? Oh, absolutely. I was uh, talking to someone the other day about, uh, you know, one thing we've got to do in the majority is the oversight function. And uh, there's so much fraud and and waste that we know that happened with the COVID spending, and especially uh, since uh, Biden took office. So we've got to do a great job of oversight and figure out where all this money is going. And, you know, the, the ineptitude of the administration never ceases to amaze me. Uh, they, uh, they're weak in lots of points. Yeah. Uh, how about, I know that next week, uh, the House and the Senate 
are saying that they're going to take up the stuff about uh, you know congressmen and uh, and when I say congressmen, I'm including the women as well and senators as uh, you know in buying stocks and making money off of uh, stock exchanges. There was something that was passed a couple of years ago, but it had no teeth in it. Now they want teeth in it. I mean, Pelosi, the other, uh, I think it was yesterday, said that, uh, you know, when he, she was asked that there's something should be done about that, she says, oh, no, that's capitalism. I think that's the only time she's ever said capitalism in a in a way that, you know, she wanted to say it uh, and meant, you know, thievery is the way to do things. That's what she was saying. It's all right. You know, well, we can put we'll I, put American citizens behind bars for insider trading, but not Congress people. Well, and I somewhere it was out that Pelosi and her husband had made like five million dollars at the end of last year. Yes, on trading trading individual stocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess it's capitalism when she's doing it. Yeah, when she's making um, the money, it's capitalism. You know, <laughs> it's. It's helping her. Hey, has has it been capitalism for me and not for these? That's right. That's the way that that's the way Democrats run. Are we hearing anything about her not running next year? There's there's rumors out there that she may not run for re-election. Is is that true? Well, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I I doubt very very seriously if she's a member of the next Congress because she said she's not going to run for speaker again. That this would be her last. Um, term as speaker, and apparently she made deals with AOC and the squad to get their vote last time. So she will not be here as just a rank and file member and and give up being speaker. I think she will probably go ahead and run for reelection because if it's you know official that she's not going to be speaker anymore, then she's going to have a hard time raising money for Democrats in the midterm. And and that one thing she is is a, is a cash cow. She can she can raise lots and lots of money um, and nearly always outraises uh, Republicans, and she's kind of the ringleader of that. Wow. So I think she will – I think she will go ahead and run for re-election and then probably uh, resign after the election. And I've heard that her daughter may run in her place. Mm. That's what I've heard. That, it's 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 all speculation. I don't talk to Nancy on a on a regular basis. You don't. So you I, don't have lunch every week. <laughs> uh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they want to be the Dingles of California. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what they um, want to do. Hey, Congressman, uh, something that I know that you 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 definitely know about is uh, you know our natural resources. And, uh, you know, I, I, I heard that, uh, you know, Biden, and I don't know if it's happened or not, but they were trying to uh, uh, take back, you know, the authorization to be able to transport liquid natural gas. And we're already having rising regular gas prices, natural gas prices, everything like that. Um, where does, you know, what what is happening uh, with that right now? I mean, I, I don't think the Americans can afford any more inflation on anything else, but it seems odd that President Biden will, would, would want to rescind the safe transportation of, of something that, that helps uh, our economy. Well, they, I don't even think they're trying to hide their all-out war on fossil fuels, and whether it's 
liquefied natural gas that you're you're putting on a ship and sending overseas or uh, gas pipelines. Uh, obviously, oil and coal, they're going after that. And you know, going back to Pelosi's kind of capitalism, they know that one way to make the renewables more appeal, appealing is to make fossil fuels uh, arbitrarily cost more than the renewables cost. You can't really drive the cost of making renewable energy down, but what they're doing is driving the cost of, of conventional energy up, um, which their ultimate goal is to, to shut it all down. So I haven't heard anything specific on them going after liquefied natural gas, but if it's a fossil fuel, they're going after it. They've already established that track record on day one. You know, the we talk about January anniversaries. We got the 20th coming up, which look at the shape of our economy and the way things were uh, less than one year ago. And look at what Joe Biden and the Democrats have done uh, in a year. Well, the, uh, and the president said he shut the But Congressman, the president is saying it's the best economy ever in America. Well, you can't. I'll give you this. The economy is uh, is booming. Uh, there's a lot of uh, money in the economy that, that shouldn't be in the economy right now. And as a result, it's driving inflation up. And uh, even though you see wage increases, if you look at the real uh, wage with um, with 6.8% inflation, you've seen money devalued and wages are actually uh, less. So uh, there is a lot of money moving around in the economy, but there's uh, obviously not as many goods and services moving around as there needs to be. Um, I haven't heard of this in Arkansas yet, but I'm starting to see lots of pictures of grocery stores with empty shelves. Yes. Um, I'll send you some from Walmart and Cabot. Yeah, Sam and Kroger. I was at Kroger uh, two nights ago, and basically they were, the shelves were barren. In some places, yeah, yeah. Some places, some products, yeah. I'll send you some pictures so you'll have them, uh, Congressman. No problem. By the way, did you hear that President uh, uh, Biden said no drilling in Alaska? Oh, and, and I, I'm not surprised that he said that. Which time? I yeah. mean, he's. Uh, uh, I guess it's okay to drill in uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia and Venezuela and bring that. Uh, uh, oil over here that's produced much less, uh, much less clean than what we produce it here in the U.S. Oh, sure, sure. That's the way it works. Yeah. The way that's well, the way it works. The, Artificially inflate the price here in the United States. Yeah, and, and carbon emissions in the U.S. Uh, went up significantly this past year too. So uh, we were on a trend where we we're seeing carbon emissions reduced, and then all of a sudden they spiked last year. Uh, so it, I've always said that. Uh, you know, if if your main concern is the environment, the policies they're putting forth are not the answer. They're actually going to make it worse. And when you shut down clean American energy and uh, start importing it from other places, that's what you get. It's kind of like COVID, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, they were going to get rid of it. It's just uh, proliferated and more people have got, you know, a, a variant of COVID than ever before. Not Trump. No, Biden. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't uh, put much stock in their ability to define and solve problems. Uh, they actually, uh, I said before that there's uh, the opposite of the Midas touch. That's what uh, these folks have. Like everything they touch um, goes the other direction. Well, uh, we, you know, Biden had gone in office on the 20th and they had put him in a, in a room and uh, if he didn't do anything, the country would be a lot better off. All right, we're going to talk further with the congressman. Congressman Bruce Westerman, District 4, is with us right now. we got more questions for him. Like We'll talk a little bit about the border. We did that with uh, Congressman Hill. Uh, and, and we'll talk about uh, some other things that are going on in our country right now and why the – well, let's talk about – I guess I should ask this question before we take our break because it was my first question for <laughs> Congressman Hill. Uh, do you identify – uh, you know, the, I'm not worried about if you identify as a man or a woman. I'm not worried about that. Do you do you <laughs> identify as George Wallace, Bull Connor, or Jeff or Jefferson Davis? I'll get your answer when we come back after the speech that the president gave yesterday in Georgia on the Dave Ellswick show. That's coming up here in just a moment. Don't forget about Pat Davis six five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five is the number to call to talk to Pat to find out how you can save 30 to 50% on your health insurance. Look, I'm not just speaking hyper, uh, hyperbole here. He's done this time and time and time again for his clientele. Uh, no copays. No copays. They'll be gone. You can get uh, any provider in the nation and then do it the way Pat does it. He'll save you money. 501-605-6935. Affordable health care insurance or do it online your health plan man that's what everybody calls him your health plan man one word dot com all right back with congressman bruce westerman and in congressman the president was in georgia yesterday with the vice president or could have been the president the way you know the the president called her president harris yesterday again but the bottom line is as he gave the speech and about the Voting Rights uh, Act, uh, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, and said if you didn't support it, you had to you had to choose. You know, were you uh, uh, MLK or were you George Wallace? Uh, were you Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? And then I forget who it was that he said, "Are you this or you're you're Bull Connor?" One of the most divisive things that I have ever heard any any president. Uh, say, and so I, I have to ask you: Who do you self-identify with? Is it George Wallace, Bull Connor, or Jefferson Davis? What a stupid thing to say from the president! Oh my goodness, I, I didn't even know he had said that. I saw the article uh, this morning early. I was reading the news, and I saw the article about him being in Georgia, and I thought I've, I'm not going to waste uh, five minutes of my life reading what. He said in Georgia, but it, it doesn't surprise me. They're the most, uh, uh, you know, racially divisive. They say stuff, and what they say is just the opposite of what they're they're actually doing. That's exactly you know, that's right. The old, the old trick question is: Do you, do you still beat your wife with a closed fist? Yeah, you know that's kind of how how they they portray stuff. Yeah, and then um, when, if the person says, "Well, no, I don't beat my wife," and you say, "Well, when did you stop?" Yeah, yeah. Um, so the uh, 
Uh, so I could go there and I could ask if, if he's able to figure out who he is anymore, but I probably should should take the higher road on that. Okay. It's crazy that he would say something like that. Well, it's a man who called a great, called uh, a head of the Ku Klux Klan in West Virginia a great man. Yep. You know, he did. That's what he did. It's a guy who was happy to get George Wallace's endorsement when he was a, a congressman. With that said, let me yeah, turn, let me turn it. Like, Go ahead. He's the guy that went to the Senate floor and railed against doing away with the uh, filibuster. Now he's out talking about how we should do away with the filibuster. That's right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But you know what? Let them keep talking because they know what's coming around the, the corner and they know what's hap- going to happen in November. And, um, you know, a lot can change in this country, but if the election were right now, they would be beaten uh, very, very badly. And I hope it just gets worse. I hope it's a, uh, yeah. a complete, um, red wave that rolls over the, yeah. the country. I, you know, it's, it, it's going to continue to get worse in, in my opinion. And, you know, they, they, they try to do the smoke and mirror thing. And one thing that you, you consistently remind our, our voters, our listeners of is the, the border, uh, crisis that the mainstream media continues not to want to talk about, or the administration. Uh, I think DHS uh, said uh, uh, yesterday that they got 47,000-plus migrants who uh, have not reported to ICE as if they were so surprised that that was going to happen, along with the 100-plus thousands that continue to cross the border. You know, uh, I know they had a meeting yesterday and uh, in D.C. about it. Were, were you... Uh, involved in that or you know what are you hearing about the border well the, the border is in turmoil just like um the the economy just like uh everything that this administration touches you know the if you look back over the disastrous first year of the biden administration with democrats in control uh, there's a lot of bad stuff they did starting off passing that massive uh bailout bill that they were cloaking as uh, it's COVID relief, which was not COVID relief. It was uh, it was an inflation booster, is what it was. Uh, and I don't think people I think people just kind of gave them a pass. They started pushing all this bad legislation. I don't think people paid much attention to it. But when they and the border just went went south in a hurry, right right off the bat. Look at all the executive orders. There was terrible things happening, but when they did the fiasco in Afghanistan, I think that's when people woke up and said, oh, my gosh, what are these clowns doing? And and people, I think, have really started looking at the, the policies and the things that they're pushing, and the more you find out about it, the more you dislike it. And I think they've, they've dug a hole, and they're just continuing uh, to dig in it. Uh, we could go through statistics on the border with fentanyl, with uh, the number of illegals coming in. And, you know, look at what the city of New York has said, that they're going to allow anybody to vote in their election in starting in 2023. Uh, that I was reading where that's about 800,000 non-citizens would be eligible to vote uh, in New York with the law that, the, that New York City passed. Uh, it's just absolutely crazy what they're doing. Look at the uh, the attack on the police. Um, you know, all of that's out there, and they do so many bad things. It's hard to stay focused on 
uh, you know, the, the egregious thing that's going on now. What's happening with Russia yep. in, uh, in Crimea and U- Ukraine, and uh, now there's Russian troops in Kazakhstan. It's, uh, it's very concerning. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, we talk about voting voting rights in, in New York, and, you know, that's, that's just a snapshot of what, you know, I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, and Nancy Pelosi want fed, federalized, is to allow uh, uh, illegals to be able to vote and things of that sort. Um, but, uh, no, appreciate all you're doing, uh, Congressman uh, Westerman, um, up there and, and fighting for us. And uh, thank you for uh, joining our show this morning. Well, always good to be with you, Ken and, and Dave, and you all have a great day. All right. Same to you, Congressman. Thank you very much, Congressman Bruce Westerman, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, tomorrow, Rose Mims is going to stop by. She'll be talking about the March for Life. That's coming up for this weekend. Yeah. Looks like maybe the weather might be okay. I'm not exactly sure. There might be a little rain, but... That's kind of, that kind of goes along with the March for Life lately. So uh, we'll talk about that as well as we'll talk about your cars as well. We'll have Joe and Duck stop by, but we'll do that. Ken, thank you for coming by today. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Our thanks from the folks from ICU Protection for stopping by, telling you how to protect your home, and from uh, Congressman Hill and Congressman Westerman. I'll see you tomorrow. It's a Thursday edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.